If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are, and I always love to see what spirit has to say in an answer. And uh, it is the first Thursday in June. So you know what that means. We have a winner of a free $200 session with me and we can talk about whatever the winner wants. We can talk to deceased loved ones. I can scan them energetically. We can talk to their pets, scan their pets, do past life stuff, whatever, because you know I am a buffet of psychicness. So it makes it fun. We cram a lot of stuff into an hour. And I give a, a free session away each month on the first Thursday of the month, just because it's a thank you for being a part of this community and listening to the show. All you have to do to enter this drawing is just leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And tell us why you like the show. Tell us if you've learned anything or benefited from it, and you may be the lucky winner. So this month, let me put my glasses on so I can read this. This month, we have somebody that calls themselves Ella G, E-L-A-G, period, Ella G. And Ella says, she gave me a five-star rating, so thanks, Ella. She said, hi, Julie Ryan connects us back to that innate human need towards spirituality with compassion, knowledge, and ease. There is so much valuable info in her podcasts for healing yourself. 
It's easy to listen to her because there's never an imposition of any values or beliefs as she fills in the gaps so clearly and profoundly on life, health, and beyond. Listening to her podcast is so comforting, relaxing. She's so down to earth and fun. Well, thanks for that. She And then she ends with, I feel blessed you have discovered her. Thank you, Julie, from the bottom of my heart. Love and health. So, Ella G, you have won a free session with me. Just email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, and we will figure out a date and time that's going to work with your schedule and with mine, and we will have a ball, and we'll figure out what questions you need answered, and I'll see what I can do to help. So send me an email. Okay, let's go to the phones. Our first caller is Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey, thank you so much for you're all welcome. you do for us. Oh, um, you quick are question. So I have three job opportunities, and I don't know if it matters which one I take or if there's one that's better than the others. Okay. First of all, where are you located, Alex? They're all insurance. Oh, uh, West Valley, Utah. Okay. All right. Terrific. So they're all in the insurance business. Are they with carriers or insurance agencies or or what? Uh, one is a call center for strictly Medicare, and the other two are your independent. And but uh, my understanding is that both of these companies, although similar, provide a lot of support, and they have good cultures. One has higher commission rates, but sometimes money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. And we jump the fence thinking we're going to greener pastures and we land in poo. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's let's ask this way because we'll ask the spirits of beyond, as my son Jonathan used to say when he was little. He said, Mommy, ask the spirits of beyond. So let's ask the spirits and beyond for you, Alex. Is it in Alex's best interest? I always like to preface a question to spirit with, is it in... Alex's best interest, is it in my best interest? Because then that encompasses all of the variables that can affect an outcome. So is it in Alex's best interest to take the job in a Medicare call center? I get a no on that, Alex. I'm getting a no on that one. Okay. I don't I don't know why. And I don't edit and anything I get. I just, I'm just like the roving reporter. I just tell you what I get. So I'm getting it on that. And that's all right. Okay. On the independence, can you, can you, between the other two, can you differentiate them for me so we can ask Spirit for some concrete information? One starts with the letter F and the other company starts with the letter F as in Foxtrot. I get S. S is the one that has the most positive energy to it. F? S as in S as in Sam, is that what you said? Correct. Yeah. That's the one that had the most energy. Yeah. So because I hope it's just I hope that works. I appreciate it. I appreciate spirit. Okay. Well, does that go with what you're feeling intuitively? Sometimes, as I said, the money was the draw on the other one because it starts Mm -hmm. you out with a higher commission. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you jump for the wrong reason, mm-hmm. and in the long run, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It looks good up front, 
but it's not as good on the backside. Okay. Well, the fact that you're even questioning that is a, is a red flag for you. That's spirit giving you information on that. Because when it feels smooth, oh. that's when you know you're in alignment. So if you're feeling any resistance at all, pay attention to that. Okay. Okay. I appreciate Hope that. that. Thank you so you much bet. for that information. You bet. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. All righty. Let's go to Patty next. Hi, Miss Patty. Oh, my goodness. Hello. I loved what you just told her. Thank you. That helped me. Oh, are you are you in the job you... hunt? No, <laughs> no. Okay. I, if I am going through some sadness right now and you see it, it's because my little neighbor that I love so much is passing. But that isn't why I'm calling you right now. Um, okay. I'm so glad to thank you for calling on me. Um, I have... I always wake up between 3.30 and 6.30 in the morning with a lot of burning and tingling. And I have been told that this isn't neuropathy, but it could be anxiety. But I read, you know, I'm trying to, I just wonder if you can tell me what's going on. Does it go away after that time, Patty, or does it stay with you all day and it just wakes you up because you're in pain? It goes away goes away it goes away so only between 3 30 and 6 30 only those three hours um sometimes seven yeah okay. usually more like four to seven but the other day i woke up at 3 30 okay and now i so, can also feel it in my ankles kind of but okay. I, I in fact i can feel it right now right now that i'm talking to you i can feel it but mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. i don't have it during the day. Those hours in the middle of the night like that, Patty, are called the hour of God, believe it or not. And there's lots of stuff written about this. And it's about how throughout history, before we had the electric light bulb and we could pay attention to, we, our bodies just paid attention to when the sun came up and when it went down. And that's how we slept. Apparently, between three and six, something like that, was it was typical for people to wake up and they would meditate or pray or read or whatever and then go back to sleep for a few hours. So I think you're doing what's probably natural to the human, you know, the homo sapien, the human. Mm. And, and instead of resisting it, just pray, read, do something, meditate, And just ask spirit what messages it has to deliver to you. Because oftentimes we're woken up because that's the only time our brains are still and spirit can communicate with us. So just try a different. And would that really cause the burning in the feet and throughout the body? Sometimes it's just like an electrical shock. Well, it may be that spirit's trying to communicate with you and get your attention on that. I mean, I can do a. I can do a more extensive deep dive when I have you for an hour in a consult. But but the other thing... I know, and that will be the 20th of June. Oh, good. Great. But the other thing that's so interesting about this is when we wake up in the middle of the night and we get frustrated and we get angry and we get exasperated, well, what happens? We're, We're in a fight or flight mode, right? We're mad. So we're releasing Uh cortisol and adrenaline. 
which causes inflammation, which causes pain. And when we're in a chronic state of inflammation, it's always the precursor to disease and illness. So if you can just back up and say, okay, I look forward to that time because I wonder what spirit has to say to me and just pay attention to what comes in and do something that you enjoy. Read a book, listen to a meditation, do something like that. And then that's going to keep your cortisol levels low. It's not going to cause inflammation. And I don't think you're going to have the burning in your feet and your lower extremities. And and it wouldn't cause like a blood circulation problem or anything. It shouldn't. No, no. So Okay, I know we'll go into it more when I talk to you. But thank you so much, Julie. Oh, my God. most welcome. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. I'm looking forward. (laughs) Thanks, Patty. Thank you. All righty, everybody, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what their questions are. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'll be right back. everybody. Our next caller is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Julie. This is Mary from South Jersey. I'm excited to talk to you also. Thanks. Me too. How are you doing this evening? Well, yeah. um, How am I doing this evening? Uh, Relaxing, trying to see if maybe um, uh, God has anything to say to me. That's all. Really All right. Did you have a question? You know, I, I I am. I'm missing my husband so much. Yeah. Did he pass, Mary, recently? Yes. It was like six months ago, November 30th, and uh, he was he's perfectly healthy. It was one of those mornings that, um, matter of fact, I could see him walking out of the bathroom. He had shaved. I said, he said, "You want to brush your teeth?" I said, "Yeah, you look good." You know, I I kiss him and I say goodbye. See you later, and there was no later. You know, he he has a heart attack, and um, uh, I and and I I am just uh, missing him. And what the heck, you know? Like I I want to know yeah. what he was thinking at the last minute. What you know? What 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 happened? Mm-hmm. What's his name, Mary? Scott. Scott. Okay. All right. He's standing right next to you. On your right. As soon as we um, think of them, oh my. they come in right away. Our heads are big satellite dishes, Mary. They receive and they transmit frequencies. Every spirit has a frequency that they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. And so in order to get in touch with Scott or anyone who's alive or deceased, it doesn't matter. You just think of them. And then that tunes your satellite dish head to their frequency. So did you have a question for Scott? Um, huh. Is there anything that he wanted to tell me anything at the last minute that he wanted to say, um, any, like just like, uh, anything that God has to say to you, I do want to hear. He's saying that he loves you. It was a quick out. He didn't really, he didn't suffer at all. It was very instant. That's probably what the doctors were telling you, I would imagine. He's um, he's saying to he's told me three times to tell you to look for blue jays. 
What's up with the Blue Jays? Do you get Blue Jays at your house? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we get the Blue Jays. Uh, my girlfriend, Maureen, across the street is here, who is a really uh, close friend with uh, Scott and her husband. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying, look for the Blue Jays. He sends you Blue Jays. And I can tell you, it doesn't have to just be the bird itself that shows up. You may see a Blue Jay in a magazine, on the side of a van, in a TV commercial, on a pin somebody's wearing, like a brooch. So he's sending you Blue Jays to let you know that he's around you all the time. And so all you have to do to talk to him, Mary, is you just say something either aloud or in your head, and he's going to answer you instantly as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for longer than a a second, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So he's going to answer you either before your thought is even done being thought or being said, or he's going to answer you instantly. And then you can have a conversation with him. The other thing he's talking about, he's talking about, did he eat chocolate chip cookies? Something about chocolate chip cookies. He's missing, <laughs> he misses chocolate I make chip chocolate cookies. chip cookies all the time. Yeah. All right. He's missing your chocolate uh-huh. chip cookies is what he's saying too. So I hope that helps. Schedule okay. an appointment with me. I miss him so much. Yeah. He hears you. He knows. He knows. Yeah. He, he hears you. Schedule an appointment with me and we can talk to him for an hour and we'll get lots of lots of uh, fun things to talk to him about. And, oh, I mean, and it'll it'll bring you comfort. Have you read my book I, yet, Mary? Does he know what the title to the car is? <laughs> does he know where the title to his car is? I had to send away the motor vehicles. I couldn't find it. I know oh, it's paid for and I couldn't find his title. He's saying in the <laughs> bank. Do you have a safety yeah. deposit box? Oh, really? He said in the bank. Yeah. I, I yeah. Didn't go to the bank. So I hope in that the bank? helps. Yeah. All righty. Well, oh, I hope that okay. helps. Thanks okay. for calling, Mary. Sending you lots of love. Read my book, oh, Angelica no, Tendons. You. you bet. Take care. I did. Bye-bye. I ordered it. I... Great. All right. Let's go to Marilyn next. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, beautiful Julie. Thank you for answering my call. Um, You're welcome. As you know, Please tell everybody uh, where you're located. <laughs> I'm in Chicago, Illinois, looking at our beautiful skyline right now. Terrific. That's where we're broadcasting out of. And... I know. I heard that on the commercial. I did not know that. I know. That's where that's where my man Paul is. Paul makes everything happen. He's the wizard behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. So. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Got a question for me? I do, Julie. So um, my daughter, Samantha, and I went in to get our annual exams. And, you know, we lost our beautiful angel, Alexa, uh, my middle daughter, to cervical cancer uh, almost a year ago. It'll be a year on the 21st. And we went to a new doctor, and she said everything looked great, and we didn't hear anything, so we were very, you know, comforted by that and then one day she called us both and said she wanted to repeat both of our caps and she had uh been very it was the most painful pap either one of us had ever had and um we didn't really want to go back to her we went to a new doctor we just saw last week 
And we're going to kind of wait and see. She wasn't overly concerned. The first actor was concerned, maybe because of Alexa. But I was wondering if you could scan um, me and Sam. Sam is is with me uh, right now. Mm -hmm. We're in her apartment Mm -hmm. in Chicago. And I was just wondering if you could do a quick scan on each of us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to connect to you first, Marilyn, and then from you to Sam. So let me look at you. Here comes my latest being from Sweet Home, Alabama. You know what? I'm going to get you on the break because there's my music. So I'll check you out on the break and I'll I'll pick you up on the other side. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back and we'll have some answers for Marilyn and Sam. Stay with us. Marilyn on the line, still from Chicago. Marilyn, you still with us? Absolutely. Okay. I checked on you first, and I looked at your girly Mm -hmm. parts, and uh, I see some abnormal-looking cells on the top layer of your cervix, Marilyn, and they look kind of crusty. You know what cradle cap looks like on a baby, on a baby's head, sometimes babies? We'll get yeah. that. That's what they look like. They do not look cancerous to me. They look precancerous, maybe, if that's what they'd say. But anytime we see some abnormal cells on a cervix, you know, they get concerned. So what I watched happen was I watched right. a procedure called the LEAP, L-E-E-P. And yeah. it it's a, yeah. do you know what that is? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those of you like listening that don't, imagine if... Marilyn's cervix was a bagel and we took a hot wire and we sliced the very a very thin layer off the top of her cervix. So I did that, Marilyn, energetically, and then I watched stem cell energy get applied to regenerate that tissue. So when I say I, Beautiful. it's spirit working through me and with me, obviously. And so I watched that. Yeah. I do believe it would make sense for you to get another pap. So I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Did you get another pap from the new doctor? She said she's doing um, some holistic treatments and we're going to repeat it in six months. Okay. All right. I would get another pap. I, I would pay attention to that and see see what happens there. Do you think before, before six months? Before yeah. six months? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. I would. Okay. I would. I think. Okay. I think. Thank you. Go. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And then, as far as Sam goes, her cervix looks inflamed to me. It looks irritated. And mm-hmm. so there's this white, mm-hmm. energetic cream that I get that I see get used a lot. It reminds me of really thick face cream, like the Nivea cream in those blue jars. And I watch yeah. that get applied to her cervix. And that'll calm it down. It it almost looked like an abrasion on it. So it may have been from the pap that you got from that first doctor. I think so. Yeah, because it what we it, think it happened. It yeah. looked it looked like it was 
irritated and inflamed and and kind of a little um not not as bad as a skinned knee but definitely not normal and i it looked it looked like it it had abrasive used on it in some way so yeah. uh that was yeah. the first thing that came to me yeah. maybe it was from the other pap i don't know yeah but i would i would recommend that she get another pap as well just to be sure okay. it's not that big of a deal they're not expensive um, just don't mess with it just go get another pap both yeah. of you yeah so we before the six months for both of us, like three yeah. months or I, I do immediately. It, I do it in the next, yeah, I do it in the next, you know, next month or two, as soon as you can get in. Okay. Go get it. Go get another one. Okay, it's going to give you peace of Thank mind. You. And if there's something going on, you'll find out yeah. about it. So I, I think it's not worth okay, messing around. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Marilyn. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Let's go to Daisy next. Hi, Daisy. Hi. How are Daisy you, my girl? Hi, my girl. How are you? I have an appointment. Oh, not so good. I have an appointment for July, but I can't wait because I'm in a lot of stomach pain today. Oh, I'm sorry. I had gastritis before, but not like this. It kind of goes from weight into the flesh, and it hurts a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm taking. Uh, should I give up my herbal supplements? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, let me get you on my radar, Daisy, and let's see what's going on in your tummy. How this works for those of you that are first-time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I've learned to raise my vibrational level. I close my eyes. I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. And in Daisy's case, I'm gonna it's going to head south and head to her in Ocala, Florida. And then I'll have a hologram of her in my mind's eye. And I'll envision shooting energy through her. And something will be identified. And then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will begin. And so that's what we're doing. So Daisy, here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Hand to you in horse country in Ocala. By the way, Ocala and and uh, Kentucky are the two big horsey areas in the U.S. and and Daisy, I talk. I used to do a lot of business in Ocala, so I was down there frequently. And I asked somebody one time, I said, "What's up with the horses in Ocala?" And they said, "There's so much calcium in the soil that when the horses eat the grass oh. grown in all that soil with calcium, that it gives them more calcium and it helps raise them to be bigger and stronger." Which wow. I thought was interesting, because there's a lot of a lot of racehorse yeah. breeders yeah, down there. Yeah. yeah. So, little tidbit of info for you on Ocala. You probably already knew that, though. All right, I've got you. I see big gas bubbles in your gut, Daisy. Like a lot, a lot. A I just lot. don't know what to do. I'm taking her uh, mint tea, rosemary tea, uh, yeah. mint infusers. I inherited, I'm trying everything, and it just gets worse instead of better. Yeah, yeah. It it looks like, you know, if you take one of those wands and you dip it in sudsy soap, little kids will do them, you'll blow through them, and there's just a bunch of bubbles that come out. you got a bunch of bubbles in your belly. So what I'm doing is I am 
popping them, like you'd pop a, a balloon that was inflated to get oh, those calmed down. What can she do? I get oregano oil. I would stop the herbal stuff. The herbs sometimes have mold and yeast on them because, you know, you think about they're harvested and then they're dried someplace. God only knows where. Yeah, I don't know what to do anymore. I, I, I've been taking probiotics and aloe vera yeah. because it's supposed to be great for your stomach. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. seem to be working. When you have... I have capsules of oregano oil. I was taking it, but I, I, I just quit almost everything because uh, my blood pressure was very low mm-hmm. and I didn't know what was doing it. So yeah. I just quit a lot of it. Well, and, you know, I guess I could take it again and quit the mint and uh I, I would try do. that. I would lay off the herbs in the short run because, as I was saying, a lot of times herbs can have mold and yeast on them and it just exacerbates it. You know, my favorite thing for yeast, which you have, yeast overgrowth, is nystatin, which is an antifungal. It's I a prescription. I have not been able to get the nostratitioners to give me the prescription. I tried and tried and tried. They will not give me the prescription. Yeah, they just don't. They just aren't aware of it. They're not. You know, it's a really old medicine, but I it works tried. great. Every time I see her, I tell her I've been dealing with mold and I have probably yeast, and she just won't give me the prescription. Yeah, she's not. She's just not familiar with it. So, um, yeah. that's all I can recommend is is do that. The probiotics are kind of a waste of time at this point, Daisy, because when you have yeast overgrowth because you've been exposed to mold, it's like throwing grass seed on a field of weeds. The weeds are going to choke it out, and that's what the yeast does. So, it, it I do yeah, know that some to, they're supposed to be really good for your gut and your immune system and. They're just not doing anything for me, so I'm going to quit everything, yeah. I guess. So find somebody that will give you a prescription for Nystatin. That's what they give babies when they have thrush. And in the meantime, try some oregano oil and see if that helps. Okay. Thanks okay. for calling. Right. Thank you very much. Good luck. Hope you feel better. All righty, let's go to Denise next. Hi, Denise. Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Good. Where are you located? I'm in Tom's River, New Jersey. Terrific. You're my second Jersey girl tonight. Yeah. Uh, My question is, um, I've been having a lot of, I actually need a hip replacement. And I had knee surgery years ago on my meniscus, but um, I'm I'm not having it till December because I started a new job. So, and I'll be off in December. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just wondering if you could or how my knee and my uh, hip are because I'm in a lot of pain. Your your knee where you had the meniscal tear did it? Did you have surgery? You had surgery yeah. to repair it. How long ago was that? I had a surgery like like six years ago, five or six years ago. And has it hurt this whole time, or it's just started hurting again? It hurt. It started hurting again when I had my when I found out I need a hip replacement because that all kind of connects, I guess. Yeah. yeah, the knee bone connects to the hip yeah. bone. You're right. <laughs> God, oh, it's awful. <laughs> connect, and, and connects to the pelvis, which bone. connects to the hip yeah. bone. That's oh, pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm dating myself on that. All right. Let me get you on my radar. <laughs> no, I Let's remember that see. too. <laughs> see what's going on. All right. Okay. The energy is going to your left knee first. Is that the knee that's hurting? 
I missed my right one. Your right one. All right. Sometimes the energy goes to the knee that's doing all the heavy lifting. So I'm just going to follow it. Yeah. Because I, I compensate on my left. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It looks to me like you've got some inflammation on the right side of your left knee. So the inside, you know, towards mm-hmm. the center of your body. And so what I'm doing, inflammation mm-hmm. looks like red fog on body parts. And so what I'm doing is I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy on that to see what if we can get that calmed down so I can see what's going on with that. So we'll reinforce that one first, then we'll go over to the right. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Denise. Everybody, you're okay. listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. When we come back, I'll let you know what I come up with. I'm going to work on Denise over the break. So stay with us and find out what I find out. Be right back. Before the break, we were talking to Denise in New Jersey. Hey, Denise, you still with us? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, good. So I worked on your, I worked on all your, your knees and your hips. I worked on both sides. It's really interesting how sometimes the energy goes, I would say 50% of the time it goes to the side that's doing the heavy lifting first because we're going to reinforce it mm-hmm. first and then we'll go work okay. on this the stuff that's hurting. So that's what I watched happen. You've got our, you've got some some arthritis happening in your joints as what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And an inflammation looks like red fog on body parts, but the the arthritis itself looks like salt crystals, the kind that you'd put in a salt mm-hmm. grinder before you grind it up to sprinkle it on your food. And that's mm-hmm. what it looks like in the uh, on the monitors in the operating room. You know, I'm an inventor of mm-hmm. surgical devices, orthopedic surgery devices. So I've been in a mm-hmm. bazillion of those surgeries. And so, of course, that's my frame mm-hmm. of reference because that's what it really looks like when they're scoping a, a joint mm-hmm. in surgery. So there's yeah. that. So I, I added stem cell energy. I watched a chiropractic adjustment happen all over your body. On the right side, when I went there, I put some stem cell energy into your hip. And uh, and then to give you some paddings because you're bone on bone right now and there's arthritis in there. Yeah, yeah. And so imagine yeah. those salt crystals are rubbing on the tissue and so it causes inflammation. So I gave you a lube mm-hmm. job basically on all of your joints oh, and your good. legs. <laughs> and what I'm seeing with your knees is it looks to me like when you walk, you pronate. So your feet roll in. And so it's tweaking your knees when you're yes, walking. Yes, I see that with my shoes. I noticed that yeah. with my shoes too. Yeah. Yeah. So heel, you go know, like get you the way it wears out. Yeah. Right. So get some mm-hmm. tennis shoes. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know what you do. I don't know if you can wear tennis shoes to work, but they have tennis shoes that have what's called a roll bar in them. And it keeps mm-hmm. your foot level so that it's not putting that extra stress on your knee. I'm not oh, seeing okay. a, t- a torn meniscus yeah. on your right knee. I think what's okay. happening is that you're you're just tweaking it because your hip's so painful and also your foot's pronating in. The other thing that's yeah. really important yeah. 
before you have the surgery is you want to look up, if you have a pen, can you write this down? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to look ahead. up game ready, game ready, two words. Okay. And it's a, it's a device that you put ice in and what it does is it's a, mm-hmm. it adds cold and also pressure on whatever you oh, have. Okay operated on and that's what they use Mm -hmm. that's what the trainers use for the high school and college and pro teams and I Mm -hmm. had that twice when my husband had both knees done Mm -hmm. about a year ago and Mm -hmm. instead of my husband actually has to have his knee done there yeah great so you know how to use that and so instead of using ice what I did was I froze a bunch of water bottles and I And so I froze double the amount I needed that would fit in where the ice went. And I put all those water bottles Mm -hmm. in there and then you put a little bit of water so that it circulates, you know, the water circulates over the icy bottles. And then when when they were melted, then I'd switch them out because I'd have more frozen water bottles in the freezer and I'd Mm -hmm. take them in a grocery bag and I'd bring the the Mm -hmm. newly frozen ones in and switch them out. Okay. And that's really going to help you heal faster. The cool well, thing about the cool thing about the hips is that it's usually outpatient, and your recovery rate mm-hmm. is so fast. It's so fast. Yeah, that's what the orthopedic said. Yeah, I think he said they stay overnight, and I will have surgery. So I stay over one. You night are going to stay home. overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the other thing to look for. Well, is just another tip, mm-hmm. just because I've been through this with Tim, with my husband, is I have a friend mm-hmm. that does sports medicine, and she's a it's she's mm-hmm. a woman, and she knows everybody in town. And I said, all right, what do we need to look for in looking for a surgeon? And she mm-hmm. said, you want a surgeon that's going to use robotics to line up the joint. Robotics. They can do the surgery themselves. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do the robotics, the whole surgery. But if you can find a surgeon and ask your surgeon if they do this, use the robotics mm-hmm. to line up the joint, the implant, and the recovery rate, my friend told me, is half the time. And it was just As almost they miraculous. Doing it oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they want to use robotics to line up the robotics. joint. Yeah. Good to know. And ask them if that's the case. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Are you, what are you doing to deal with the pain now? How are you dealing with that? Um, just heating and ice and I'm taking, I'm taking a muscle relaxer, which to me really just makes me tired. Mm -hmm. I'm not sleeping very well. And my job now, I, I, I like clean. Um, so I clean houses. So it's, uh, you know, I'm just oh. moving all the time, which is good, you know, but not good. <laughs> Must be excruciating. So. Do you have a lazy boy, Denise? Can you sleep in the lazy boy? No, I don't actually. No, I elevate my leg. Well, yeah. I, I just, I know that it's really, it relieves a lot of the pressure off of the, the yeah. joints, off the hip, if you can sleep in a, in a lazy yeah. boy or driving is not fun anymore. Like driving the car because my right leg is bad. Very yeah. painful. <laughs> yeah. So I bet. Oh my gosh. Well, well, well I wish you, I, I, I wish you all December. the best. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Yeah, I wish you all you, the Julie. best. Okay. All right. Good luck. 
You're Take the care. Best. Thank you. I'll be talking bye to bye. you again. Thank you so much. Julie. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Just a little bit of a heads up. We're going to, I'm going to be out of town next week. So we're not going to do a live show, but I have a pre recorded show with a gal named Katie McQuaid, who is one of the highest ranking female executives to ever retire from the CIA. And we did an interview. It's, we've already got it done. It's fabulous. You guys are going to love it. And I ask her a lot of questions about the CIA and how she does stuff and, tease her and say, okay, can you, do you have to kill me first before you can tell me about this? And a couple of times she said, yeah, I can't tell you, but, or, or, or she's very politically correct. She'll say, well, I can tell you this. And so it's really fun to hear about how that operates. But the other thing that's fun is I really question her on how she used intuition, you know, how she used woo-woo in her job and she ran global operations with thousands and thousands of people that were stationed around the globe and so it's really a fun interview you guys are going to enjoy it and uh, and I think you'll learn a few things that'll be fun so just a heads up if you want to call in and ask a question call in the following week but listen to Katie McQuaid we'll of course put a put a note on social media to remind you of it we're going to take another quick break when we come back we'll get more callers on you're listening to the ask julie ryan show be right back have you ever heard of cozy earth bedding it's your ultimate luxury escape cozy earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft and they even have a 10-year warranty they're made from organic bamboo and silk are hypoallergenic and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. One more comment about uh, the Katie McQuaid interview is <laughs> the day after I interviewed her, she texted me the next morning. She said, well, I guess I came out of the closet on this one. And I said, yeah, you did about how she uses, she used her intuition and, and some of the decisions that she made, you know, affected like millions of people you can imagine. So I think you're really going to enjoy that interview and that's going to air next Thursday, which is I think the sixth or the, let's see, today's the, today's the second. So the ninth, yeah, I can add. That's simple math. So the ninth, and uh, and I hope you enjoy it. And then I'll be back the following week. Okay, we normally do this show every Thursday night at eight Eastern, seven Central, and five Pacific. The call-in number is six six seven 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 zero fourteen seventy six, and the access code is four eight three six two zero pound. This information is available on my website, askjulieryan.com, and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. Also in the show notes are uh, a, an opportunity for you to leave a review 
at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Again, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. So pretty much anywhere you download podcasts, you'll be able to find us. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. All my social media channels are all at Ask Julie Ryan. And we'll always post a reminder that we're doing a live show, which again is most of the time. And uh, and then next week we'll post a reminder that it's not a live show. So you'll get that information too. While you're on my website, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter because that's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. I get lots of questions and they're all wonderful. And then one is chosen each week and then I'll answer that. You can also schedule an appointment with me. Then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want because, you know, like I said, I am a buffet of psychicness, so we can cover lots of topics in the same hour. And also, I'm scheduled out a couple of months. You know the trick. Get on my calendar. You're going to get a confirmation email. In that email, it's going to have a reschedule button. Save the email, periodically click on that button, and it will show you when people have rescheduled and earlier appointments open up. And oftentimes you can get in within a couple of days because people are scheduling out, you know, in advance and then life happens. So just save your confirmation email. Like we can move you around once you're on my calendar, but you got to get on my calendar first. So do that. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. Okay, here's the question from this week. This is one of my faves. I I love this one when it came in and I thought, okay, I need to choose this one at some point. So Chrissy from Newport Ritchie, Florida asked, Hi, Julie. I have a quick question. When I was younger in middle school, I used a Ouija board. For three Saturdays in a row, I felt an energy pass through me as I went to bed, and it was difficult to get out of it. It almost felt like I was being possessed. Ha ha. During these occurrences, I saw a witch being hung. This is in her mind's eye she's talking about. She saw a witch being hung, heard someone whispering under my bed about her notebook, and the room was spinning with colors. I moved my body a lot to stop the visions and sensations. When I threw the Ouija board away, it all stopped. It's spelled O-U-I-J-A. And so some people maybe pronounce it Ouija board, but I always heard it was Ouija board. So that's how I'm saying it. She went on to say, I'm curious if others have had similar experiences. As a kid, I've seen ghosts and heard voices, but the feeling I had when it felt like someone came through me was scary. Thanks, Chrissy. Isn't that a great question? I thought that was just terrific. And so that's what I said. Hi, Chrissy. What a great question. Most of us have either played with or at least heard of Ouija boards and the associated warnings and ghost stories that go along with them. Your question piqued my interest about the history of this game. Where did it originate? Does it have some kind of special powers? And does it really enable or even enhance spirit communication? Here's what I learned. In an article titled The Strange and Mysterious History of the Ouija Board, Smithsonian Magazine said, quote, The Ouija Board came straight out of the American 19th century obsession with spiritualism. 
the belief that the dead are able to communicate with the living. Well, fast forward, we know now that that's true. I do it all the time and get validation for that. And so do many other mediums and just normal people do too that haven't gotten any training like I did. But the other thing is it's been proven in university-based research to a 99.9% accuracy rate that bodily, after bodily death, that the spirit does continue and they can communicate with spirit. And actually, there's a multi-center study underway to um, validate that. So many universities and other scientists have proven that you can communicate with spirit. But back then, they didn't know that yet. So the article went on to say, quote, the spiritualism movement offered solace in an area when the in an era when the average lifespan was less than 50. Women died in childbirth. Children died of disease and men died in war. Even Mary Todd Lincoln, wife of the venerable president, conducted seances in the White House after their 11 year old son died of a fever in 1862. During the Civil War, spiritualism gained adherence in droves, people desperate to connect with loved ones who'd gone away to war and never come home, end quote. As a result, an alphabet board called Ouija, which apparently the story on the Ouija board is that the inventors asked the board what they should call it, and it spelled out Ouija, and then they asked what did it mean, and it spelled out good luck. So Ouija means good luck from spirit that was communicating through the board. The Ouija board, or an alphabet board, later called the Ouija board, was invented and patented on February 10th, 1891. Now, I'm an inventor. I have multiple patents and trademarks. You can't get a patent unless you can prove the efficacy of whatever it is you're trying to get patented. Not only that it's an original product, but you got to prove that it works and that it does what it says it does. So somebody that invented the Ouija board proved to a patent examiner who said, okay, this thing really works and gave it a patent in 1891. I thought that was remarkable. So it was patented to help people communicate with the deceased. Back then, no one thought it was strange to talk with the dead. It was an accepted practice. At one point in the late 1960s, an average of 2 million Ouija boards seen as a fun game were sold annually, even outselling Monopoly. 2 million, that's a lot of Ouija boards. That's a lot of communication with spirit. That all changed in 1973 when The Exorcist, a horror movie, was released. Some of us remember The Exorcist movie. In the film, a young girl while playing with a Ouija board becomes possessed by an evil spirit and requires an exorcism by a Catholic priest. That was just, for those of you that weren't alive yet, that was a big deal when that picture came out because, you know, people were all up in arms about it. It got tons of publicity. It was super successful and people still talk about it. And I and I can still remember the, the theme song. I think it's called Something Bells and it's it's really a great theme song. It doesn't sound scary, but it's it's really a, a great theme song. Now to what happened to you. Back to Christy. Chrissy. First, all spirits are pure love. 
I don't believe in evil spirits. Rather, I believe the evil spirit concept was propagated by religions, cultures, and governments to control the masses. Because after all, what controls people better than fear? Nothing. We've just been through this for the past two years with the pandemic. Fear is the way that masses are controlled, masses of people. For you, Chrissy, I believe the Ouija board acted as a conduit or tool, much like a pendulum, talisman, crystal, to raise your vibrational level, allowing you to access the spirit world more easily. Furthermore, since our thoughts and beliefs create our reality, your belief in the efficacy of the Ouija board put you on a high vibrational frequency, much like a radio channel, that permitted you to intuitively see, hear, and know spiritual information, and that validated your belief. So if you're communicating with spirit, you get information that comes in, you're able to validate it. What does it make you do? It makes you believe that you're really communicating with spirit, and in most cases you are. But sometimes people need a pendulum or a Ouija board or something to give them confidence until they're practiced enough that they can do it without those tools. I went on to say whether or not we realize it, we all have the capacity to communicate with any spirit at any time. We're born with this ability and do it a lot. It's just that when we receive information from spirit, we normally discount it and chalk it up to our imagination. That's what I was talking with Mary about earlier, was you can talk to spirit at any time, any spirit, whether you know them or not, doesn't matter. You think of them, tunes your satellite dish head to their frequency, you either ask them something out loud in your head, you make a statement, they're going to respond. It's going to come in instantly, sometimes even before you have the thought thought out all the way. And then I ended with hope this explanation clarifies things for you. To learn how to purposely raise your vibrational level and communicate with and receive information and guidance from spirit, check out my angelic attendant training. Isn't that a great question? I love that one. So thanks, Chrissy. Stay with us, everybody. When we come back, we're going to get Anne on the phone and see what her question is. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. So I don't know what happened to her. Maybe she got scared. I didn't want to come on. So Larry, you're next. Hi, Larry. Larry, are you with me? 678 area code. Okay. I guess not. All right. Let's go to, uh, let's see. Let's go to Jane next. Hi, Jane. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm so. Hi, I'm. I'm. I'm just so grateful to be able to speak with you. Um, I'm having trouble hearing you. Can you put the phone closer? Can you put the phone closer to your mouth? I'm having trouble hearing you. Please. Sure. Is that better? Way better. Yes. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, Where are you located? Like I was saying, I'm very grateful. I am just outside of Chicago. I can and tell. I, um, you can tell? 
I can tell you sound like a Chicago land girl. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, I, (laughs) we recently got a diagnosis today, yesterday and today about my, um, new baby grandson that's supposed to be, uh, arriving in October and they're 20 weeks pregnant and, um, they told, they went for an ultrasound and they were, the baby was diagnosed with, um, HLHS, which is half of a heart or, um, missing a left ventricle. Anyway, they basically told them it's a terminal diagnosis. And I don't even know how to ask this question. Um, and my thought is, um, is there any chance this baby could be born with a normal life, live a healthy life, or is it there might be faced with having to terminate the baby? They're going to see all the specialists, and it's Lowry's tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, honey, listen, listen, I, don't I can't even, even imagine. Is, yeah. Yeah. Can't even imagine. A miracle. Yeah. Well, and they didn't even I, think they could ever get pregnant again after yeah. they've gone through all sorts of tough situations mm-hmm. um, okay. with her anatomy, physical anatomy, and she's very healthy, but this baby, we don't know. Um that's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you a little story. One of my dear friends, her daughter got pregnant. This was several years ago, seven, eight years ago, something like this. And they had all the tests done because it was an older mom. The daughter was an older mom. And the tests came back with Downs. The baby had Downs. And so they had subsequent tests performed and everything showed that the baby had Downs. So my friend called me and said, can you scan my daughter and scan the baby? And I did. And and the fetus looked like a Downs baby. And so the mom decided to go through with the pregnancy and they got all kinds of support systems lined up. They talked to the Downs Parents Association or something. Apparently there was a group in their city and they were all ready for this baby to be born. The baby came out and had a perfect APGAR score. No Downs, no anything. And so my friend called me later that afternoon when this little boy was born and she said, what the heck? And I said, I don't know. I can't explain it. I saw the fetus looked like a Downs baby to me. I was getting that it was a Downs baby, that he was a Downs baby. And uh, I said, maybe that baby's spirit just needed to know that his parents were going to accept him regardless of any challenges that he was going to come in with. And that that little boy now is probably seven, maybe he's probably seven now. And he's just thriving and he's perfect. So... I tell that story, Jane, because sometimes the tests are wrong, even when you have multiple tests. And and your daughter's got to do what she, she and her husband feel is best 
for them, for the child. I'm happy to look at the fetus if you want. What's your daughter's name? Um, her name is Emily. Emily. And I'll ask Emily. I'll ask Emily if I can scan her if you want me to. And I can look at the fetus. Sure. I I have worked on fetuses many times throughout the years with uh, all kinds of issues. I've worked on pregnancies with all kinds of issues. The placentas, you know, starting to separate from the the wall, the uterine wall, uh, holes in the heart, you know, stuff like that. And the babies come out just fine. So let me. Let me get her on my radar. I'm going to connect to you, Jane, and from you to Emily. Emily, I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you energetically and scan your baby? She says, yes, please do. So I don't know if you set that up ahead of time or not, but she's giving me permission. So I'm going in. So you're saying that half of the heart chamber is not working, correct? Or it's just not Left formed ventricle. yet? Left ventricle. Okay. All right. So stem cell energy is being applied to this baby's heart and it's and it's starting to form the part that hasn't formed yet. Now, in people that are grown-ups, I use stem cell energy all the time and of course it's spirit working through me and with me and it's everybody's spirit that does the healing. I'm just the facilitator. But we all heal ourselves. So I have had many, many situations over the years where a new organ is generated from stem cell energy and it shows up on subsequent scans and it freaks out the doctors. It's hilarious when that happens. New kidneys, new livers, new spleens, stuff like that. So that's what I'm watching happen with your baby is I'm watching its little heart get generated in the way that it needs to survive. So... I hope that helps, and I'm sending you big hugs because that's a tough one. Just sending you lots of love because... Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And will that show up tomorrow when they do all the tests? Yeah, so good luck. Will that show up tomorrow when they do all the tests? Good luck with all of that. Thank you, We don't know. It depends on if that baby integrates the healing or not. So that's all I can do is, is tell you that the healings happen. So I hope it helps. Stay with us, everybody. We're back. Our next caller is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Can unmute. Hello, hello. Okay. Well, let's see. I can hear you. Oh, there you are. Now I can hear you. Hi. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Terrific. Where are you located? Stanford, Connecticut. I'm your favorite Instagram person. I love connecting with you on Instagram. <laughs> oh, thank you for for connecting with me on Instagram. It's really fun to get to talk to people online. By the way, there are scammers out there. I keep forgetting to mention this on the show. There are scammers and they contact you and they pretend to be me and they say, oh, I'm being led to give you a reading. And, uh, you know, here, just pay me this money and give me your phone number and your picture. And then I'll, uh, I'll call you tomorrow. I'll call you this evening or something. And they never hear from them and they get scammed out of money. So I will never contact you. I will never ask you 
for a reading. I will never ask you for money. The only way you can schedule an appointment with me is to go through AskJulieRyan.com. If you've been scammed, report that that uh, site. And what they're doing is they're taking my picture and they're misspelling my name. Like they'll spell Julie's with two L's or two I's or I saw Ryan with two R's. And uh, and so if you've been scammed, call your credit card company or your bank. Tell them you've been scammed. Everybody I know that's been scammed has let me know that they get their money back. But do not give them your phone number or your picture because, you know, what are they doing? Sometimes they're asking for your phone number, your picture, and your birth date. And so that's identity theft 101. They can... They can copy you and pretend to be you and open credit in your name. So do not talk to those people. Just, you know, block them and report them to Instagram. Sorry. Let me get off my soapbox. Thanks for bringing that up, Michelle, because I keep forgetting to mention no that. Worries. No worries. We posted. I did get an email. I did get an email from did someone you? who asked me, and I mentioned it to me. He said, no, it definitely wasn't you. Yeah. Well, yeah, they say things like, Hello, dear. And, you know, like weird stuff that I talked to somebody today and a, a client and she said, you sound like just like you do on the radio. I said, yeah, well, I'm the same person. But she, it, I've had several people say that they could tell it wasn't me because it's not the way that I talk when they were contacted wow. by somebody. So, yeah, yeah, don't fall prey to that. And if you do or if you have, call your credit card company or your bank and tell them you want a refund and they'll give it to you. Okay. I knew Michelle. instinctively it wasn't you. I just felt, I just felt like it wasn't you. I knew immediately it wasn't you when they, when they, uh, yeah. was uh, an email, an Instagram text. It was, I think. Right. Anyway, right. And they keep uh, doing hello. it because people keep falling for it and giving them money. And yeah. so, you know, they're encouraging them to continue to do it because people are falling for the scam. It's not just me. They're doing it with other psychics and mediums too, my colleagues. Yeah. So anyways, well, Stanford, Connecticut, my girl, you got a question for me? I do. I wanted to ask about my love life. Yeah. And will I have a, will I have a love life sometime in the future? Absolutely. Yeah. What are you doing to create one? <laughs> Working you got to take action, you know. In my retirement years. You what? Pardon? What are you saying? I keep, I work too much. I keep thinking in my retirement years, it will happen. Eh, eh. Just do it now. What are you, what are you doing? Put the word out to people that you know. Hey, I'd love to meet somebody. I'd love to have a partner or a husband or whatever you want. And, uh, and then put that out. And then have you gone on any of the online sites? Many years ago, many years ago, I did not in recent years. I'm over, yeah. I'm over 60 now. Um, no matter. But I have, I know two women that were over 60 who met their husbands on one of those sites. I, I believe it wholeheartedly, but I, I had a bad, one bad experience and I kind of shied away from it after many years. That's all right. You just learn from it and move on. Yeah, so that's a way. The other the other thing, Michelle, is what are you doing to get yourself out there? Are you involved in any organizations or philanthropic kind of organizations? Not currently. I, you know, I, honestly, it's, I blame it on work, but I'm so zonked out after work that I feel like 
I just can't do it, move another inch and I can't do another thing. I, I work probably 60 hours a week, some mm-hmm. weeks, and it's just all encompassing <laughs> every ounce of my, my body. I feel so drained afterwards, but it's just too much. Yeah. How about on the weekends? Uh, mostly recouping from the week. And I do a lot of local beach things in the summer and travel with friends in the summer. But uh, other than and doing anything uh, philanthropic, no, not recently. Small things. Okay. Like some dog rescue, but yeah. nothing big. Okay. Well, get involved in some things, even if it's online. Uh and do that, put that information out to people you know, and and make space for it. Because right now you're busy, you're exhausted, you don't have time for any of that. So you're going to need to make time. And you can do that. You can figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> work's a really good excuse and then work's over and then you're by yourself and you're thinking, why in the heck? You know, the company was like, yeah, here's a clock. Thanks a lot. See you. Bye. And they replace you, and then, you know, you're left holding the bag. So uh, I talked to a, I talked to a woman today that was a, with a company for 35 years. She was let go in a lab. She said they didn't even say thank you. She said, I was 35 years of my life. I gave it my all. Yeah. She said, boy, you know, I'm not going to do that again. It's all true. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that helps. But yes, I think you can create that. I think you can create the space. I believe that. And I believe that there's somebody there waiting for you to do that. So take some action, girl. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Good luck. Let us know. Send me a picture and I'll post it when you meet your man. I'll post it on social media. Will do. Thanks, Michelle. Bye-bye. Let's go to Miss Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? I'm terrific. How are you? Great. Hey, I really love that Ouija board answer. That was incredible. You did a good job. Thanks. Wasn't that a fun question? Yes, it was. Yeah. Did you ever use one when you were growing up? I did in grade school, and it spelled out my address. One of the people in the game said, why aren't you working right? And it spelled out my address and my house was a white color instead of white house and my street address. And I freaked out and I didn't want to play the game ever again. I didn't want to play when I was there, but my friends kind of put me on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. We played it too at slumber parties primarily. and We could never get it to do anything. (laughs) So, you know, I tell you, I learned how to do this woo-woo stuff. I mean, I wasn't able to do it when I was in grade school. At the high school, we were at slumber parties using the Ouija board, but it was it was fun, you know. Wow. And then we tried to get we tried to levitate each other. You know, we'd have somebody lay on the floor, and we'd put our hands <laughs> under, under them and try, try to get them to levitate. That didn't work either. So, I don't. We were doing something wrong, I guess. Now. Oh, how funny! Look at who you are now. That's, that's so ironic. Is that a riot? Yeah. What what the research shows on the Ouija boards, I read this and, you know, the blog was long enough. I didn't want to add any more, but it talked about how how it was subconscious thoughts that were 
that we're moving the board around the person's subconscious thoughts. And that's that's what I talk about, you know, that thoughts come in on a channel and the energy was connecting into the channel of those thoughts. So that made sense to me when I, I saw that research. Well, back to you, Miss Amy. You got a question for me? Yeah, I'm I'm in the midst where I moved. I moved out to Morton's house in San Diego. Okay. And it's out in City Heights and it's darling, but I just feel like I want to live in an eco friendly community of souls. And I just feel I want to coach people on health and nutrition and being an eco friendly community or I don't know, but can you pick something up? Because I know this isn't going to be forever. And it's, you know, it's good, but I feel unsettled about where I'm living and what to do. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in San Diego and City Heights right now, part of San Diego. Okay. So last time you called in, I remember that I got that there was a place for you on Coronado Island which is pretty yeah. exclusive and expensive. Did you look into that? You know, you know, I haven't yet. A lot of it is because I'm like, well, what's Coronado going to cost? But I need to wipe that out of my mind because I'm going to put that energy out there. I'm getting it again that I, that you're going to you're going to live wow. on Coronado. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Do you get a time frame on that or I get in the next anything? 6 months? As soon as you asked that, Amy, I got in the next six months. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna put it on my bucket list and get more serious about it. It's so weird moving when you were so happy where you were and you had to, you know, they're bulldozing the building down. So it's such a weird feeling yeah. to be out of the loop of what your pattern is. Yeah. Thank well, you, Coron- Julie. Coronado is so beautiful, as is most of San Diego, but I'm getting Coronado really strongly again for you, Amy. So I hope that helps. Thanks for calling. Oh, good. good luck. All righty, everybody. Thanks. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, let's see who's next. Jackie's next. We'll see what Jackie has to say. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Jackie on the phone. Hi, Jackie. Well, hey, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? Good. It's been a while. Wait, please tell everybody where you're located. Melbourne Beach, Florida. Terrific. How are things down there? You guys have some rocky weather coming in, don't you? Or was that just on the West well, Coast? Well, I On the Gulf Coast? No. I guess it's coming up. I haven't seen, we haven't seen anything yet, but yeah, it's supposed okay. to be coming. So yeah, oh, well, but it's well, that time safe. of year. It is well yeah. a little early for hurricane season, but just uh, yeah, I saw it's that. A little early, I, I, so. I got an alert up here about it in in Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, I know. Everybody was calling asking, so I don't know what's been yeah. yeah. But anyway, well, it's good to hey, be the loved. First thing you could do. Yes, of course. Always, always. Yes. And good to hear your voice. 
hey, you've scanned my mom before. She has the dementia and um, we've, um, you've, you know, classified where she's at a couple times for me in a private. So can you take a quick look at her for me? And Sure, sure. How's she doing, Jackie? Oh, it's, she's very late, you know, very late stages. Um, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's not, she's cheerier. So we're, you know, we're glad about that. No, no anger outbursts anymore. So yeah, so that's, mm-hmm. that's the good, that's the positive side. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, remind me of her name, please. June. June. All right, so I'm going to connect to you and from you to your mom, June. June in June. We're connecting to June in the month of June. There we go. There we go. All right, here comes my laser beam heading south from Sweet Home, Alabama. All right, got you going to your mom. Your mom's in phase 10 of 12. Pennsylvania, New York State border, yeah. Yeah, she's in phase 10, Jackie. And what that is, for those of you that don't know what we're talking yeah. about, when when we're dying, we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets. And there's a configuration that the angels and spirits take as we approach death. And phase 10, obviously, is near the end, Jackie. So there are three questions I always ask everyone who's in the 12 phases of transition. The first one is, are you ready to go? So Miss June, are you ready to go? She's saying, yes. Are you in pain? She says, not really. What do you need? She's saying pretzels. (laughs) Does she like pretzels? Pretzels. She loves pretzels. Okay. She wants pretzels. (laughs) So there you go. Excellent. Yeah. It's just a simple thing at the end of life. And some people believe that you need to not give them like chocolate or pretzels or junk food. I say give them whatever they want. What the heck? They what are they them, waiting for? Yeah. 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 That facility, so, they give them whatever they want. Yeah. 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 Are yeah. you able to see her when you go up there, Jackie? Well, I, I'm out of state. Uh, my other siblings are there. My brothers have a trouble seeing her. My sister sees her. I am heading up north um, uh, by the end of the month, so I'll see her, yeah. And then COVID okay. was, you know, excuse my language, but was a real bitch, you know, so yeah, yeah. it was hard. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, all right, so will you yeah. wait it's until a terrible Jackie... Disease. Will you wait till Jackie gets there to see you? She's she's saying, I'll do my best. She kind of has a, a yeah. smart alecky look on her face, like, I'll do my best. Uh, yeah, kind of a that thing. would be her. But she does not have to wait, never wait. She, we're, yeah, we're, we're all, we're all ready for her to be very at peace. Yeah. Does she know any of you when you go to see her? It's, you know, how I feel about it is sometimes I know in her heart when she's hugging me, whether I, I know when she knows it's a child and then there's mm-hmm. times that, yeah, it's just we're one of the staff, but mm-hmm. there's, there's still times that, you know, when she's hugging you, you know that she knows it's a child. Mm-hmm. How sweet is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Have you, you've read Angelic Attendance, right? My book. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
that's yes. how I got connected to you. <laughs> so if you yeah. go on my website, yeah, and I used Jackie, it for when my father passed. I'm sorry, okay, Julie. good. When anybody that's listening, that you, if you have a loved one who's at the end of their life, go on my website, askjulieryan.com, yeah. and Jackie, you can do this too. Go to the 12 Phases of Transition page. There are illustrations of the different phases. And you can download, Jackie, the chart of all of those illustrations and save it on your phone. And then all you have to do is just ask, what phase is my mom in? What phase of transition is my mom in? And you'll get an answer. It'll come in immediately. And you'll get a number. And then you can refer to the chart, and that'll give you a lot of information. So feel free to share that with your family members as well, because families tell me that that is one of the most useful things to help them get through these last days, weeks, months with their loved ones who are in, you know, who are passing, who are dying. And it just gives them so much comfort and also gives them information. You know, if they need to go up there, if you see that your loved one is is moving through the phases fairly quickly, like six, seven, eight or something, you know, okay, this is happening. As you know, because we've talked before, you can go back and forth. Somebody can go back and forth. And I don't remember right. what she phases has your been. mom. Right. Has she? Okay. Yeah. So uh, phase 10. You know, is, so, she she's getting ready. Did you have a question you wanted to ask her? It just it really was. Is she ready? I mean, what what really is holding her? You know, if she knows what's holding her back, or if you could see what was holding her back, because we we she when she was able to tell us, she was ready to go, and then the, you know the dementia just seems to have. I don't think anything's holding her back, Jackie. She just wants pretzels. That's all she's asking for. So get her some pretzels, and I think she's ready to go. So thanks for calling. Good luck with all of that with your mom. Thank you. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. I will be back week after next. Listen to the Katie McQuaid interview, the CIA gal next week. I think you're going to love it. It's really, really good. And uh, sending you lots of love from sweet home Alabama. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.